Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. Morning, we've got uh, these three uh, young people. We're going to start with Christian this morning. And what I love about our family is that we're a responsive church because these guys, they've been working hard, they've been preparing. But I'd love if you can be super responsive this morning because uh, they're going to do an awesome job. So why don't we put our hands together? We welcome Christian to the stage. Good morning, everyone. My name is Christian. The title of my message today is The Fruit of the Spirit and What It Looks Like in Our Life. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things there is no law. <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit I'll be focusing on, one of them, which I think sums up all of them, which is love. This is how God wants us to witness to others, even people we don't want to love. For example, I've got two younger brothers. <laughs> um, back over there somewhere. Oh, yeah, here, here's Richard. And um, where's Joshua? Oh, here, yeah, Joshua. Um. <clears throat> Sometimes it's so hard to be patient, kind, and not angry when they always miss my room. <laughs> always want to go first on the computer. And always working me up while sleeping. They sometimes wake me up at 7 or... 6 a.m. <coughs> and if anything and and if anything goes wrong, it's always my fault because I'm the oldest. When I'm the oldest child, sometimes it's hard, but with the spirit in me, I can do it. I can still love my brothers no matter what. As 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 7 says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not, but it does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hope, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. I have a choice to make to be nice and be kind, patience and show love to my brothers, and even be patient when my parents says, we'll do it later, or say no to my demanding needs every day. <laughs> you might not young as me, but at work, at the shops, or on the road, at home, 
and as parents, somewhere, somehow, we all need to be loved. And to love one another, we all need to be kind. Have patience, have peace, and joy that comes from within. The spirit that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not be perished, but have eternal life. We love because he first loved us. Amen. I love that. <laughs> what an incredible word. Thanks, Christian. Man, when you hear it like that, that's a good challenge for us, eh, adults? <laughs> so awesome. Thanks, Christian. That was amazing. Why don't we invite uh, Josiah, who's going to come next? Good morning, everyone. Today I'm going to talk about Joseph, Reuben, and, his, and their ten other brothers. Jacob, whom God called Israel, had twelve sons. Benjamin was the youngest, Reuben was the oldest, but Joseph was his father's favourite. A father should not have favourites, but Joseph was the eldest son of Rachel. <laughs> The wife Jacob loved the most. Maybe this is why she only have one wife. <laughs> one day, Jacob gave Joseph a magnificent coat in front of all his other brothers. The coat was purple, orange, blue, green, and pink. The colours weren't the problem. The problem was the that the coat meant that Joseph was going to be treated as the eldest son over all his other brothers, and this gave him all kinds of privileges. Then one day Joseph had a dream. They all tied up sheaves of wheat, but all the sheaves bowed down to Joseph's sheaf. Not very long after this, Joseph dreamed again that the sun, the moon, and eleven stars bowed down to him. After he told his family all of this, Jacob was angry and said that Joseph was going too far. <laughs> this was too much for his brothers and they decided to get rid of him. So they threw him in a pit and wanted to kill him. Reuben was the real oldest brother, wanted to save Joseph, but the others sold him as a slave before he could do anything. Reuben was sad to find out Joseph was sold as a slave and tried to fix it by putting goat's blood on Joseph's coat so that Jacob would believe Joseph was dead. God was looking after Joseph, so a wealthy man called Potiphar brought Joseph. But now he was all alone as a slave with no special coat or privileges. He only had God. Joseph trusted God, and in time he ended up in charge of the household. You don't appreciate anything you haven't worked hard for. Potiphar's wife got Joseph in trouble and he ended up in prison. He was all alone again, but he still trusted God. One day, some prisoners had a, had a dream and God helped Joseph know what the dreams meant. Years later, the king found out about Joseph and how he can explain dreams. So he sent for Joseph at once. So... 
Joseph told the king that God is the only one who knows what our dreams mean, that, that he can help Joseph to explain them. So he did. The king then put Joseph as second in charge of the whole nation, and his earlier dreams all came true. God took Joseph from the pit to the palace, all because Joseph trusted God. That's awesome, Josiah. Why don't we give him a big round of applause? We've been doing this series about uh, people in the Bible, and what I love uh, is that we've got a little brother who's very proud of his big brother. <laughs> yes. The power of just being able to understand and connect the story with our lives. And that's one of the things that's been amazing about talking to the kids this year, really, is just, you know, we, we hear about these uh, people from the Bible, but actually the power of understanding, hey, what does it mean when I understand this, when I hear about uh, the, this person in the Bible who lived a long time ago, but how can I relate that to my life? And I love for both of the gentlemen who've just spoken that there's something so powerful for them in connecting that story. And uh, what we're going to do for our our third person this morning is, uh, Heaven's going to share a testimony. She's going to talk to you a little bit about testimony, uh, but Heaven's amazing. She's had some incredible testimonies, and how we love to start kids' churches uh, to share awesome testimonies, awesome things that God has done in our lives. So I'd love it if you can put your hands together for Heaven. My name is Heaven, and I'm going to briefly share with you a wee testimony of what God has done, been doing in my life. I would like to share on the goodness of being able to speak in tongues. As long as I can remember from my seven years on earth, I have always been involved in a church. Praise and worship was always a fun thing to do as I like to sing and dance. You see, you can never be too small or too young to be used or blessed by God. This year, I have truly seen God move in my life more than I could ever imagine. Did you know that when you speak the heavenly language, the enemy has no idea what you are saying? It's the holy language that sets us aside from all creation. It sounds weird to others, but I think it's cool. I have really been excited to learn and see more of what God is doing in our church, especially our family. I believe that, that kids' ministry is going to be a ministry where we will birth out servants and disciples of God that will be able to move by force in so many directions that will attract more and more of his people back to where they were called to. So family, so family and friends, I encourage you all to seek what God has for you. And if you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit or with the heavenly tongue, then we have a prayer team that would happy to stand with you in prayer and pray together with you. That, thank you and God bless. Well done, well done. 
Can I get Christian Josiah and Heaven back up, please? I don't need Come, team. Wow. Church, why don't you stand? Oh, my goodness. Wow. You might not know this, but Kids Church is a third of our congregation. Let me say that let me say that again and let it sink in. Kids Church is a third of our congregation. Here's, here's what I want you to understand is uh, we're big and bold, but they're small and dangerous. I don't know about you, but Holy Spirit fills this space and he's just spoken to you straight up. Like love, dreams, positioning, and the testimony of the gift of tongues in order to relate with God. Can I have the team up? It'll be great. But guys, can I just say to each one of you and what here's the thing. Each one of you represent a whole lot of kids. You, you got to preach. I think everybody can preach it. But you got to stand on this platform and you got to share God's word. And it was like you guys had a massive sword in your hand and you were cutting through the stuff that people have to deal with every week. All the hard stuff that people have to deal with every week. And because you were so brave today, you brought God's word like a sword and it was just cutting through issues of life because the way you delivered with, I know you've practiced and you spoke with boldness and you had courage. And this morning, we just wanna bless you because we know that tomorrow you get to go to school. Yay! And here's the whole, here's the whole point of Sunday is we can meet God any day of the week in any space. You can meet Him at school. You can meet Him in the car, meet Him in your house. Do you know my mom used to read her Bible in the toilet just to get five minutes break? And, and there'll be times when you'll find yourself fighting to find a place. Whew. To meet with God. Here's what I want to say to you is that the honesty that you have brought this morning and the power that you spoke with, take that into school this week. It's about being salt and light. Too much salt and it's yuck. Too little salt and it's tasteless. God calls us to be a light. Now, When you light a candle, you don't put it under and hide it under a thing. It needs to be exposed so the light shines. As you go to school this week, as you go to work this week, let your light shine so that all the people could see it. You're not hidden. You're put on show so that God's glory, His light and His 
joy and His peace and His kindness and His self-control, all of those good things get to be on show. And so we want to bless you this morning and we want to encourage you. This is your house and in this house you will grow. And I want to commend your parents this morning, all, all of your parents who help them be the little people that they are, packed and dangerous. And all of the kids who learnt dances to be able to, it's not a performance as far as they're concerned. Kids' church is actual church. It's not a babysitting program that they put on. It is actually church. Parents get ready because pretty soon they're going to be tithing. Because I believe as young people, they get to model, no longer are, are you just going to model what it is to be a Christian. I believe our children are going to be our models who are going to show us how to do Christianity. They'll show us how to love. They'll show us how to care. They'll show us how to be forgiving. They'll show us how to keep a short account. They'll show us that. And so kids, if you're you're there and you're in the room, we want to say, God bless you. We want to encourage you. It's not easy being a young person and being a Christian. But let me tell you, a bunch of us, we're committed to making sure you grow up strong in the faith, that you know how to deal with problems, and it will teach you the Word of God in order that you could grow as strong young believers. Because we need some Christians out in our schools. We need Christian kids in our schools to be loving people and sharing God's truth. So I wonder if you could just reach out to these guys or these kids around you. We're just going to reach out and we're going to bless you guys. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare, Lord, your greatness on these three that represent a great army. Father, we thank you, Lord, that this morning as they've spoken, I thank you that you've spoken through them and that your word has come across like a mighty sword. And so this morning, Father, we prophetically speak into their destiny. We thank you, Father, for what you've spoken over their lives and over their families. And right now I pray, Jesus, that we'll fan into flame the gift of God inside of them. Thank you that they are covered by you. Thank you that they're going to continue to grow in favor with man and with you. And so we bless them now in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. 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 Miss Heaven wants to say something. Um, thank you, Ali, for coming um, for, to church and um, dancing for me. want to make a shout out to any of our kids, friends from school, parents who've come in this morning. We want to welcome you into this space. So good that you're here. If you don't have a church family, let me invite you. We welcome you to be a part of our church family. It's good to see some more seats filled this morning. One person got excited about that. I don't know whether they got to sit in someone else's seat. 
but church needs to be a place where you feel like you're part of a family. Now we know that, please take your seats, you've been standing for a while. Church needs to be a place where we can express ourselves freely. Now, I know that when we come together, we, we have all sorts of models of what family life looks like. Now, we know we live in a fallen world, and there's so many things that affect our families. How about if here at our, at our Equipers Christchurch, at our church, we get to model what it is to love one another, what it is to be forgiving, and what it is to be accepting of each other. How about this could be a place where we get to model that because we, we, we want you to come from the world, the mission field where we do life, come into an, an environment where it's okay to be free. So we want you to bring your issues, bring all the stuff that you're carrying that is heavy, bring it into an environment like this where God will minister to you and you could leave it behind and walk away free. Do you think this could be a place where we could do that? I think this could be a place where you could do that. This is, this is a place where you could have fellowship one with another, where you could sit down with somebody and you could across the table over a meal, holler somebody over a meal and talk life and talk faith and talk about the things that maybe are weighing heavy on us. And let's be free to pray for one another. Let's be free to pray for one another. Today is an amazing day. And so we want to honor all of our kids' leaders. Can we just honor all of our kids' leaders this morning? Yeah, come on. We want to really honor you. Thank you, guys. Come on, church. Let's, let's honor. Yeah, come on. We want to honor everything that you do. God bless you. We know that no one sees other than your family the things that you do. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch.